Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. There are a lot of great freshmen around the country. You could name drop five or six and rattle them off like that. However, what we have today on Nothing But Net are two freshmen that are in the Power Five that are leading their team in scoring and rebounding that are absolutely killing it. Audie Crooks and Addie Brown. Ladies from Iowa State, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so look, your numbers are really great. You guys are combining for 30 points and 16 rebounds. You're shooting better than 54% from the floor, 37% from the three. You guys are absolutely just running the show. What's it been like as freshmen under Bill Fenley's system to be in charge of practice, what time the bus leaves, what's up where you eat, and all the things that you guys get to do as the top dogs on this team? <laughs> Uh, coming into this, we really didn't know what to expect. So um, <clears throat> being able to to uh, produce for this team is really our main focus. You know, we're not necessarily looking at, you know, being the top in, in these categories. We just do what we can night in and night out to to ensure that we put ourselves in the best position. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't get to pick where we get to eat at, you know, <laughs> on road trips. But maybe we'll get there one day. Um, like Audie said, like we just came in, you know, put our heads down, went to work. and. I think Coach Finn made it very clear that, you know, he was going to need us. He was going to need our presence, and that's what we brought so far. I mean, he's one of the brilliant coaches in our game. He has a high IQ. I think you should ask him if you guys can decide. Just tell him I suggested that you decide <laughs> where you go to eat, where you stay, what time the bus leaves, all that stuff. And we don't want to go to shoot around today. We'd just rather watch film. Give him some of that business and see what he says, because he'll probably <laughs> look at you guys like you got three heads. It's obviously a well-oiled machine there, and it's had a very successful run. Let me get your take, first of all, on Ames and playing in front of that crowd every night. There's a lot of conversation around the game right now about how the game is growing in certain spots. But in Ames, Iowa, and Hilton Magic, it has always been special. What do you guys feel when you're in there? Yeah, I feel like just the energy is contagious. I mean, when we get to come play at home, we're all super excited. We're finally back there the other night. Um, and I think it just, you know, they help us really just keep pushing throughout games. And that was one of the reasons I picked Iowa State was because of the crowd and the support. You know, when we travel and go on the road, it's like, you know, sometimes we're in these empty gyms and it's like, how, how do you get excited to play here every night? You know what I mean? And so that was a big, you know, part of why I picked Iowa State was because of Hilton Magic, and you can definitely feel it every night. Right. Going off of that, like you said, women's basketball definitely has grown, and I love seeing that nationwide. However, Cyclone women's basketball has been solid probably for the last 10, 15 plus years. So uh, we're just fortunate that we can uh, go out and, and play in front of a crowd like that. Loyal fans, I mean, they travel well too. Sometimes we might have more fans in the building than the other team, and we're at an away game that's, you know, two, three hours away, but that's just kind of how uh, Cyclone Nation rolls. So I'm just really grateful to be here and play in front of those fans. Yeah, I go back to Iowa State with Angie Welly and Stacy Freeze, and I could rattle off a bunch of great players that Bill has had over his time there. And, yes, it's been a very successful climb, uh, even to the Elite Eight. There's that Final Four is just the one thing that he's really missing on his resume. Otherwise, he's done it all. And you guys come from 
small town USA, right? Derby, Kansas, I've heard of. There's been some good players that have come from there. Audie, I, I can't even pronounce the town you're from, and I don't even know where that is in Iowa. So why don't you go first and tell us what small town basketball life is like in Algona, Iowa? Is that right? Sure. Okay. Algona, Iowa, it's about two hours uh, north of here. I went to a 1A Catholic school, graduated with like 35 people in my class. Um, you know, small town hoops is is much different than, than the Division One level, but uh, regardless, I had a lot of fun in high school. Um, and uh, Algona is a somewhat of a decent sized town. We have two schools there. There's a public school that's 3A. So they probably have like over 500 people a, a class. And then uh, I went to the smaller school. So um, I know uh, they travel really well. Algona fans support me. They love coming up here, watching games. And and um, I'm just very grateful for my small town upbringing because it's taught me a lot of really good life lessons. And it's kind of built me into the person that I am today. How about you? Miss Brown, what you got from Derby, Kansas? You got some players that have come out of there, right? Yeah, I guess you could you could mention my sister, maybe. I don't I don't know. Yeah, she's pretty good, but yeah, um, you know, kind of grew up in a basketball family. You know, basketball was super important, and I think Derby's a really good town for that. You know, the community is really strong, and uh, you know, every single night, you know, when we would play, we had a fan base there, and they travel as well to come see me play. I think I had around like eighty people come for the Oklahoma State game. So, I mean, again, just kind of shows the community there. And I don't want to say small town because I got small town next to me, but <laughs> we're, we're kind of small town. And um, But yeah, I mean, just a great basketball sport town and would trade for the world. I want to ask you both to answer this. So I want to know, living and growing up in a small town, how your small town values have helped you maintain a middle-of-the-road, moderate humility about playing on the big stage with what you've been able to do this year with your team? Sure. I think uh, coming from a small town really impacts your character. It impacts how you treat people. And I think uh, something that was instilled in me is to carry that no matter where I go. You know, whether I'm living in a big city or a small town, you still treat people with the, the same kindness and the same respect. Remain humble, never too high, never too low. And so I've just tried to continue to carry that out here in Ames. Yeah, and just, just to add on to that, I feel like just you got to work harder. You know, I mean, you're in a small town. Not a lot of people know about you. It's low coverage, whatever your case may be. Um, you just got to put your head down and go to work and, you know, eventually know that that work's going to pay off. And I think that's what we've carried here. And that's why, you know, our games are uh, translating like they are. And we're going to continue to do so. I know you both have a blue collar mentality about what you do. And it shows on the floor based on the way you play. And Coach Fenley has a blue-collar mentality as well. I remember him telling me, I think his very first job was filling potholes on the interstate. Like, he worked construction, I think, because, you know, his family owned uh, um, some properties in um, his town. But I think filling potholes was one of his first jobs. What was one of your first jobs? I worked at a barbecue sauce factory in Algona, Iowa. It's called a countryside barbecue. It's ran by some family friends of mine. And I don't laugh at me. <laughs> I love that job. It was so much fun. I did it over the summer. Um, 
and yeah, just taught me to, to be disciplined and hold down a job and it's okay to take on, you know, different kinds of responsibilities. Yeah. So that was my first job. What what about the barbecue sauce? Like I gotta write this down. Can I find it in the grocery store in Charleston, it, South Carolina? It. You can find ooh, South Carolina. I don't know. We do ship though. So I'll hook you up. After this, give me your address, I'll hook you up. All right, cool. I'll 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 do it. I'll I'll put that hot sauce or that barbecue sauce. No hot sauce. Barbecue sauce. All right. All right. Audie, I like that. I, I'm going to be checking that out. All right. I'm definitely going to give you my address. We can do a fair trade, you know, uh, bargain here. I can trade something for for uh, for you too. Uh, what about you, Miss Brown? Um, so my grandparents live on like a bunch of land. So I was always out there helping them uh, just with land and stuff, working outside. And, you know, they pay pretty well. So I was always out there. Um, and then in high school, we actually had a bank in our high school. And so I did like an internship there for two years, um, just, just working at a bank. And so got to kind of get some experience being a teller, uh, not something I want to do every day, but it was a great experience and I, I'm going to go into business. So glad I did it. I spent four summers working at the IBM credit union as a teller and go. I am a business major, economics major. And I decided that I didn't want to do that every day. So there good you. for you. Because yep. that's part of the reason why we get jobs, right? So we can see what we like and what we don't like. Um, tell me about the high school bank. That is interesting. I've never heard that. Yeah, so it's it's an internship. You don't get paid, but they take about five or six interns each year. You got to be a junior or senior. I was in there both years. Um, you kind of go through like an interview process. And then in the summer, you'll train at the actual bank. And so you do about two to three weeks of training. And then you know, during school, it's like considered a class. So I would go in there every single day during lunch and kids can use it like a full functioning bank. The only thing we didn't have was an ATM, but, you know, kids would come up, deposit, withdraw money for lunch, set up accounts, all those kinds of things. I love it. Pretty soon you're going to be a loan officer passing out loans to your teammates. I can see that coming next. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Audie, you know, you have a uniqueness about your athleticism, right? That you're a, you're a spectacle when you are like all airport, you know, people see you coming and you're really tough to guard. You're tough to keep off the glass. You have a pick and pop game. You have all the tools. And um, Addy, you do too. You have the same similar skill set, but you both bring a different level of athleticism to the game. Talk about how teams have guarded you or some of the things that you've experienced that are unique based on playing on the road being at Iowa State, uh, playing in Hilton, something just fun or funny that um, you've maybe seen or witnessed. Sure. Teams try a lot of different things. So night in and night out, I never really know what to expect. I mean, sometimes they will front. Sometimes at one point there was a girl just like face guarding and then there was one behind me. They've done, <laughs> that. They've done uh, certain zones to try to clog up the lane and make sure it's harder uh, for me to get the ball and I don't know. I just, I like to see what, what teams do. I think it's fun, but I love the most when I can just compete against, you know, another powerful five man and we can just go in the paint and there's no double team. There's no guards trying to steal the ball. That's, that's when it's really uh, fun to play. Straight up one-on-one, -on -one, right? How about you, Addy? Yeah, I think like always, you know, every game brings a different matchup and you don't know what they're going to do against you. You kind of got to be ready for that, but I would say, you know, a lot of face guarding, a lot of uh, chasing, getting chased throughout the game. Um, it's always fun, but just, yeah, I think, you know, they can't really double, triple team me from the outside. So thankfully I don't have to deal with that as much as she does, <laughs> but 
Um, I think sometimes I'll have a smaller guard on me. So I'm able to go inside and kind of post them up. And then if I do have a bigger kid on me, maybe uh, I'll play more outside that game and be able to work from the perimeter, maybe drive past him, use my, you know, shooting game from the outside, kind of go from there. But it all just depends on the matchup. The reason why I ask you that is because one of the narratives about our podcast, especially with the players, is I'm making an effort to highlight IQ, personality, and work ethic. So understanding the scouts that teams have against you and how you counter that through your IQ and your work ethic and maybe your personality uh, is really important for the game to advance, not only your own game in Iowa State, but the game overall to continue to advance. So knowing that you've seen a little bit of everything defensively, how do you prepare mentally through film or reps in practice? Or what are some of the things that you're doing to counter whatever defense you might face? Right. Uh, I'm going to speak for, for us posts. In practice, we work a lot on different situations. And we have scout guys that will try to emulate, you know, what we're expecting to see in the upcoming game. But, yeah, a lot of times we will do drills where we're, you know, trying to finish through four hands. You know, there's two people guarding you. They're fronting. They're they're behind you. They're they're trying to take a charge. So we just put ourselves in those situations in practice, so that when we're in the game, we're mentally prepared uh, for whatever they're going to throw at us. Yeah, our scout team does a great job just preparing us every single day. You know, I think we have one of the best scout teams. They haven't lost a game yet against other managers. So uh -huh. shout out to them. <laughs> um, but like Audie said, with that and then with film as well, you know, we watch film and break that down um leading up to our game and we'll go back and look okay well what they do against us the first time we played them what can we do this time to be better at that and how are we going to you know counter what they're going to try and do uh, and then like you said game reps just again looking back at you know what they did against us the first time or you know with UCF we haven't played them before so we're looking what they've done against you know similar players like us and then kind of go from there I think that's the unknown um factor about playing a game you know people think it's the practice and the 40 minutes it's all the other things that you guys are doing to put yourself in the best position to succeed right and all the things that coach Fenley and his staff are doing to put you in the best position to succeed you mentioned um scout team and the guys so in on the men's side obviously they don't have scout teams they just play they don't need guys extra guys to help um, and they play manager games every night on the road. So I work predominantly in the ACC on the men's side. And every time there's an ACC men's game, there's always a manager's game the night before. Well, I don't see that happening as often on the women's side. So tell me about your scout team. You said they're pretty good. They're, are they undefeated? Uh, I mean, like, do they have a record similar to what you guys have? And how can we get them to the national tournament at the final four so that they can <laughs> compete at the highest level? Yeah, they're good. They're really good. Um, they are undefeated. Like I said, they do have a Twitter account, ISC Women's Basketball Managers. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, they kind of, I mean, some of them change throughout when we travel. So it's kind of a different team each time we travel, but they do try and play every team possible when we do travel the night before, like you said. Um, and some, some other teams don't have as many players, so they're not able to sometimes, but so far they've won every single game. Well, I love that. And I would love for you to take a picture of the two of you with them and send it to me because uh, I have been posting all across college basketball this season in my travels, the manager games. As a matter of fact, there is a manager appreciation week this year. Did you guys know that? I didn't we know did that. not know that. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I believe it's February 28th. Oh. That week, 
right before people get into postseason tournaments and all that. So mark that. that down. You're going to have to do something special for the guys. For You'll sure. figure it out, whatever it is, but you have to take care of them, right? We will, we will, yeah. Yeah, anything else that you guys want to offer for the good of the cause? Um, you know, uh, I can, we could go on and on and we could keep going and we could do this again some other time. Maybe when you're sophomores, I'll sit the two of you down and do it again. But I've really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better and thank you for sharing so many things with us. But is there anything else for the good of the cause that you'd like to offer? You know what the cause is? <laughs> Grow the game, help the game. Some little girl might be watching or listening. What's what would you say for the cause? Just uh, you know, keep working hard, stay true to yourself. Um, there's gonna be a lot of outside noise, you know, when you go through the process. Just tune all that out. At the end of the day, what you do and what you believe is really all that matters. Um, continue to watch the game. That's something that you know I think every young Cooper needs to do. Watch it, help it grow, and understand it. Yeah, to the little girls, uh, I would just say, be firm in who you are, be firm in your beliefs. Like you said, you know, we have your foundation, whether that be faith or family, or maybe it is just basketball. Stand firm on that and don't let anybody tell you what you can and cannot do. Amen to that, ladies. Thank you. You are terrific. I can see why you're having so much success this year, and I wish you well moving forward in Big 12 and on through the postseason. Have fun. Tell Coach Finley, give him a high five or a hug, whatever you feel good about. Tell him I said hello, and uh, you guys keep killing it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking your time.